Uninformed ideas, not worth spreading. Except this one time, because you are very informed about this. Yeah, my wife and I met at drama school. Um, you've got to audition to get in drama school. Sometimes it can take you several yes. years to get into the one you want yeah. to. And we met and fell in love there. And it is the most wonderful two to three years of your life of self-exploration. And you learn things so much about yourself. And you learn skills to take out into the world to try and become a performer. And you, you want to tell stories, you want to entertain, you want to challenge society, and you want to create magic. Because when you're on stage, sharing that with an audience, the feeling is magic. And you want to do that as often as you possibly can in your life. Uh, but you will spend most of your life being told you're not a performer. You're an actor. You're not an actor. You're a, you're a barman. You're a cab driver. You're a waiter. And have people come up to you saying, have they seen you in anything? No. Well, you must be very good then, must you? <laughs> That's how it is. Not everyone gets a high-profile career. The tax department will tell you you're not a performer because you make all your money somewhere else. Okay? Oh, like doing the bar job, doing, doing the, bar the taxi job. No, 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 no. You're a house cleaner. You're not a performer. You're a oh, house cleaner. Really? You're a barman. Uh, well-meaning relatives will come up to you at a party and say, gee, it's been a while, mate. Maybe you should get away. and A real job? Get yourself a real job. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So you take Something to fall back on. Something to fall back on. But you don't. Instead, you take part-time and casual jobs. And the reason that performers do that is because you need to try and be available for that break that mm. comes along. Could be a three-month contract. Could be a six-month contract. Could be a commercial. And you've got to hope that your boss is going to be flexible enough and caring enough to say, I've got to go for three months. Will this job be here when I get back? And I said, no. Nope. So you go away, you work for three months, you make a bit of money, and then you've got to go and try and find another, another job, job to keep you going. Yeah. But that's how you build it. And you spend all your money on training and developing because you love it. And one day, I remember the last day I did some bar work. What a glorious day that was. Did you know it was going to be your last yeah, day? Yeah, I'd made enough out of stand-up. We had our children's theatre company going, and I was just going to live as a performer. Wow. And it's a wonderful day. But then you work as a subcontractor. And the thing about being a subcontractor of the – 20 people who came out of my drama school over 30 years ago, I'm the only person who ever got enough money to, to get no. a loan and buy a house. And that was based on a one-year contract that made it look like I made more money than I did because the bank won't recognise the money that you make and the way that you live and they, they won't give you a loan. So you get through all of that and you still try to make your way and get to there and then suddenly something like COVID-19 comes along. Yeah. And I think the thing that, that hits hardest with performers is that – People in all walks of life are out of work, yeah. okay, and they're able to get some sort of support from the government. And because of the nature and the structure of performers, they can't get work. They've basically been told, no, yours wasn't a real job. You weren't in that job for 12 so months. So they, they, they fall between the cracks. They fall between the cracks. And it, it, the feeling of it is like... Did so we, did they're not qualifying for the, JobKeeper. They're not qualifying for wow. JobKeeper. And, of course... The casual jobs they went back to, they tried not to hold on to them so hard that sometimes they, they weren't there for 12 months, so they don't qualify as a waiter, they don't so qualify jobs, as a cab what driver. What about job seeker? No, job because you need to have been working for 12 months, okay? <gasps> Some people are being picked up, but it's been decimating the performing industry. And again, they go back to that feeling that at the end of all these years, my job never existed, but it did exist. And we all were in those rooms and we all shared the magic. I cannot wait for the first performance at Paddo Tavern. Yeah. The first performance at QPAC, the first song of the first band oh, at the entertainment centre because it's... this is a job that exists and it creates the magic and they're the people who are hurting the most. Oh, it's so personal for you. 
Well, all performers. I, I've, got, I've got a regular gig now. Don't yeah, get thank me goodness for 97.3 for the mortgage. Bloody oath. No, I know, but otherwise. then but my... there's everyone else, you know, and yeah. that's yeah. the reality. And my kids are about to go in this industry, and they'll live with that too, but they're tough and they'll fight, but I, that job matters. So what, those... you, what, what do you want us to do? Uh, well, we're going to talk to the uh, arts minister who's going to take it to, I'd say the federal arts minister, but guess what? There isn't one. We don't have an arts portfolio anymore. Don't start me on that one. that but I don't think very many people knew that we I mean there's a lot of people that have lost their jobs there's yeah, no question yeah. and that you know lining up and getting um, the government subsidies and the job seeker and the job keeper but I didn't know that there were the, this whole community of the arts who actually fell through the cracks due to the structure of the work that they had it just, they don't fit the gaps they don't fit the the mold and Tez was telling us his story just after seven and we decided that the way we can try and actually help with that is to get the Queensland art minister Leanne Enoch on the phone and she joins us good morning Leanne good morning I've got a lot of friends who are performers in the arts and they just seem to have fallen through the cracks of every system that's available for support at the moment am I overestimating that no not at all I mean when you think about what's going on with job keeper in particular that is a really concerning situation you know in Queensland we've already announced more than 10.5 million dollars worth of relief measures for small and medium-sized companies and some funding for grant programs for individuals but job keeper the design of job keeper has been uh, a complete disaster for the art sector. Many art publicly owned facilities are not eligible under the rules of JobKeeper, uh, which means uh, QPAC, uh, other local government facilities such as libraries, uh, Indigenous art centres, uh, the Cairns Performing Arts Centre, the Logan Art Gallery, all of those places are not eligible, uh, even though uh, they rely heavily on uh, their significant income from ticket sales, from venue hire, uh, food and beverage sales. You know, all of that dried up overnight and that has had a major impact. Well, you're in the government. What are you going to do? Yeah, well, that's why, you know, we already moved very, very quickly, very quickly to announce, and we were the first ones uh, out of all of the states across Australia uh, to announce that $10.5 million of um, relief measures, understanding that we needed to create as much stability as possible. Um, I've written to the Federal Arts Minister, uh, to urge him to work hard on behalf of the arts industry in Queensland. I mean, you've got to put this in perspective, right? Here in Queensland, the Queensland Theatre is not eligible for JobKeeper. However, Sydney Theatre Company, Melbourne Theatre Company, uh, will be eligible. Why? Oh, How? Why? How come? Because they are, they're made up in a different way to us, right? But get this, Sydney Theatre Company already receives more than $2.3 million from the Commonwealth Government in their normal funding, compared to around just $850,000 to the Queensland Theatre Company. We get shortchanged every step of the way from the federal government when it comes to the arts, and they've done it again in the way that they've designed JobKeeper. But Leanne, isn't the problem ultimately the structure of an artist's existence? But it's it's small contracts, it's subcontracts, and therefore they can't show 12 months of previous employment to get themselves JobKeeper. That's the problem. Yeah, well, well, that's the double whammy for Queensland, right? So freelance artists and arts workers, because they are employed as short-term casuals and short-term contracts, um, they don't qualify through the design of the Commonwealth Government's JobKeeper. That's the one thing. The second whammy is that uh, any government, that's state, local, whatever, uh, entities such as QPAC, such as libraries, such as uh, art galleries, etc., also don't qualify under the rules. Even though you look at QPAC, 
they're a registered charity under the QPAT. Um, they run on a commercial basis with only 15% of funding from government. That's the way that they've been set up. However, they don't qualify. So we've got a double whammy in Queensland. So what's your answer? Well, first of all, Josh Frydenberg, the federal treasurer, could change the rules of JobKeeper to include these kinds of bodies with a stroke of the pen. He could do that right now. I have written to the federal arts minister to urge the federal treasurer to make those changes. And I know that our state treasurer, Jackie Trad, has raised this with Josh Frydenberg as well. He could do that today and support the hundreds and hundreds of staff, of live performers who have been impacted as a result of the way this job kit has been designed. Well, the good news is that uh, there has been moments in the mm. last couple of weeks where politicians have, with the stroke of a pen, changed laws and changed things to be able to help other people. So maybe we should try and track down Josh Frydenberg. Yeah. And, uh, his name? Yes, yeah. Frydenberg. As, as my wife and daughter said the other day, it's funny we're all here in lockdown enjoying all those Netflix shows. Who do you reckon the people in the Netflix shows are? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Artists.